Too Hard Too Fast podcast polls. People get to vote. Which is more likely to be real? Love at first sight or trust at first sight? Ooh. Love. I'm I didn't mean to influence. I'm believe. You know what? That's All a right. pre- that's a pretty deep question, man. That's like a totally like caught me off guard. I know. Like, like which one's legit? Not- well, no, it's because the guest is a fan of the podcast. She also says she knows you. Um, oh, and she wanted it to be a surprise. And she's a financial advisor. I think so. I think what. I may, you know, I may get it wrong, but I think that's what she told me. This is too hard to fast. We don't check facts. Not even on the fact of who our guest is. Just kidding. kidding. Hey, welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about. Oh, that's a new shirt. Hell yeah. Tell you about it right now. In order to broaden perspectives, today's episode, we're going to talk some... uh, Financial advisory, but it's not advice, so you know, don't don't come after us. It's It's not nonsense, uh, but just well, we'll get into it. But I have a lot of advice for people out there. Before we bring in our guest, um, guest, yes, we have a guest. Um, man, George doesn't tell me anything anymore, dude. Well, no, it's because the guest is a fan of the podcast. She also says she knows you. Um, Oh. And she wanted it to be a surprise. And she's a financial advisor? I think so. I think what I may, you know, I may get it wrong, but I think that's what she told me. This is too hard to fast. We don't check facts. Not even on the fact of who our guest is. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, go ahead. I do know her. I know her personally. Um, But she says that she knows you, and it would be a fun surprise. Are you ready? Are you surprised that she knows me? I was very surprised that she knows. Okay, well, shit. So we didn't go to college with her then? Huh? So we didn't go to college with her? Well, just, how about I just bring her on? find out, dude. find out. Can I just bring her on? Are you ready for her? Oh, are we going to do the beer? All right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the beer review with her. All right. Wait, wait, real quick. Just want to give a shout out to to Mission Trail. They're going to change their name to Three Missions. Check them out. I got this new shirt from Jago. Boom. And uh, I'm going to be drinking some uh, some New England from uh, Three Missions. All right. Bring her in, bro. Let's find out. <sighs> oh, I don't think oh, oh, shoot. Do you know her? <laughs> yeah, I do, bro. I'm in trouble now. Shoot. What's up? You guys hear me okay? Yeah. yeah you sound great. Awesome. Oh, shoot. I'm nervous now. Dang, what's up? Should I call you Big Worm? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think her whole plot was to get on the podcast just so she can come ambush you. I know. So, oh, so she told you. Yeah, she's told me the story. We're friends. Okay, so when I you were asking me how we know each other, we'll get into it more in she, a little bit. She but, went to Olu. Yeah, we, we've been <laughs> friends since like. Back in the day. I need to grab my beer. I was waiting and waiting, and then I was like, well, my beer's getting hot, so let me get it real quick. Oh, shit. Uh, That's my fault. (laughs) So while we're waiting for the beer, let's sit back, buckle up. Let's go too hard, too fast. Boom. Boom. (laughs) 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, where we're addicted to success. Hell yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast of the century. <laughs> All right, she has her beer. I got my beer. Dang! I so know. I was looking for a beer to bring on. She she made a special request, and I couldn't find it. So We're I brought sorry. this on, and I, I'm almost like done with it. He gave me a two hour. He gave me a two hour notice. I googled it. I couldn't find. It's it. okay. I couldn't find it either. <laughs> Surprisingly. Uh, I saw my friend like who lives in Austin and he had it. And I'm like, oh, it's out because it's like a seasonal beer. Uh, but I found the same brand with like a different one, different flavor. So I've never tried it. So that's what I'm going to try. So let's get into the beer reviews. Then we get into the thick of it. Uh, right. Speaking of thick, that's not a joke on you, Worm. I know we're both getting real fat. Uh, <laughs> Clarissa, what do you drink? Oh, I should say, since I didn't say your name, Clarissa Castillo. Financial advisor, that's what I've been saying. Since Financial you. professional is probably better because I just don't dabble in one thing. We do a lot of different things, so it's probably the best term. But yeah, financial professional finance is kind of what I do. Who needs yeah. labels? And she, she's kind of my boss for, for you know, some, some part-time I'm, thing that I, I'm, 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 still, not his boss. I'm still in training for, but it's like... Kind of went MIA, but you know, like I said, I'm like I'm like that girl on Wedding Crashers. Like I'll find you. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, sometimes he goes MIA for this podcast, and I have to look for different hosts. Well, yeah, I listened to some of the podcasts, and I was like, okay, I was like, so I'm glad that you know you were able to come back, and then I'm gonna be your one of your first guests. So that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go ahead and try it already because, like, I'm like, I feel like yeah. Go ahead. What are you drinking? Drink um, it up. So- I don't even know, and I like this brand, but I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's so sad. It's like Linen Hugels or Linen Hugels, something like that. Uh, it's called. It's a Berry Weiss. Uh, it says, uh, right? Is that what it? A Weiss or Weiss? I don't know. I'm not. Weiss. Okay, this is too hard, too fast. We don't check facts. I'm like, so uh, beer. It's a Weiss beer with natural berry flavors and blackberry juice, and it's only 4.7 alcohol, so not that much. But you know, I'm a, I'm a girl. I like fruity kind of taste, so we're gonna try it. Let's see. Okay. Well, if it's fruity, I'm glad we couldn't find it. <laughs> it tastes really good. It tastes really yummy. It pretty much just tastes like a like a berry beer, which I like. Okay. But nice. yeah, I mean, if you like berry or like the apple ciders and all that, probably like this. Yeah. Okay. Is it uh so compared to the price with the alcohol content, what rating or even the label? Do you think the label's pretty cool? Yeah, it's pretty cute. I catch it. Yeah, I mean, like, the name um, like well, Lincoln Kegels or whatever. Lincoln what did you call it? I'm like, I don't know. Kegels. <laughs> uh, one of my colleagues is like, that sounds like a like a like a position, <laughs> you know? Like he's like, oh, she got into the Leland Google. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but um, the cool thing is, you know, I'm in finance, and you know, uh, one of the biggest things is we want people to. I just tell people save money, right? Whatever you can, like that's the best thing. That's like wealthy people why they have money because they save it um and so I this one no. this one it was uh like six fifty seven bucks on sale at atv and uh it's regular like 10 bucks so i was like score i was like new beer on sale That's for a a six, like for a sixer yeah super good price so 1.0 to 2 using decimals what would you rate it mm, i would probably get it like a 1.7 I, I was okay. 
Dang. I was fairly surprised with it. I don't really drink too much beer, so it tastes, it was good for me, like not a really big, big beer okay. drinker. I drink beer, right? But I'm kind of like, I like wine. I'm like, you're, I'm like the artist you had on the other day where he was like, I like, I'm an artist. I like wine, right? <laughs> was that my cousin? Yeah, your cousin. He's real cool. He seems really nice. Yeah, he's all right. Well, let me, uh, let me show off uh, a shirt I just bought from him yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. El Paso represent. You know, we got, right. we got people out in El Paso. Yeah. You're from El Paso too? No, right? No, Marisa is, though. Yeah, Our yeah. friend Marisa is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like, yeah. So, like, 1.7. 1.7. Is she okay with us mentioning her name on here? Yeah, she's on good. All right, all right. Then I guess she has to be a guest next. Hey. <laughs> all right, well, what are you drinking? She'll get mad at me, too. All right. <laughs> um. All right, so, hey, Clarissa, I've been vaccinated. No, I'm just playing it. Yeah, you already all got right. my second Because I haven't. That's what, But I'm taking off my mask, okay? Go for it. <laughs> all right, so I man. know what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I don't, that's fine. She, was, she was pre-prepped. <laughs> I just uh I just don't want people from like New York to know what I look like. That's about it. <laughs> All right. This is my cousin's uh beer. I got it yesterday. To be honest, they didn't label it. So uh I don't know if it's the New England or if it's the five C beer. <laughs> but uh let's see, let's find out though. But uh, I'm gonna pour it into uh this glass. It's a nice color. So. Oh, it's the five C. So the five C, it's pretty good. It has like a. That's the one where one of the C's is cocaine. <laughs> Actually, uh, someone had uh, told them make one of the C's cocaine, but. <laughs> it was me. Um, I told them. I was. It was me on the podcast. I told them. Oh well, he told that story yesterday <laughs> to a bunch of people. Yeah, this is a five C. It's pretty good. It's a. I think it's a nice color. My cousin uh, came up with it, so I'm a little biased, right? And uh, but no, it's pretty good. I think it's five point seven percent alcohol. I drive three hours to come get it, three and a half. Um, so I give it a one point one point seven one. One point seven one with a little bit of a uh, bi- uh, bias. It's a little bit of bias. No, but no, it really is pretty good. Though. I think no, that extra enough. point two for the growler, like you're trying to save the, you know, save the environment. Yeah, that's true. I am. Can throw away bottles and so see, sorry, re- recycle. All right, let's get to what, it. I what are you drinking, this, George? Uh, this Howler Head uh, Banana Whiskey. It's from Dana White UFC. It took me forever to find it. I, I don't think it's out in a lot of places, um, but I finally found a, uh, a place that had it. And it tastes like bananas. I've, clearly, I've been drinking. It's done. I thought I had more than I w- thought I did, but uh, it really does taste like banana. What I like about it is that you know most pla- most flavored whiskeys or any liquor, they uh, they kind of like go down to like 35 percent alcohol, thirty percent alcohol. This stays at forty percent, and it tastes like banana. The only thing I do like taste a lot of is that laffy taffy banana. Have you ever had that? Like the artificial banana kind of thing. Yeah, so I don't know if it's artificial flavoring or not. It doesn't say. I'm not gonna look at it right now, but that's what it reminds me of the laffy taffy banana. It's not bad. I kind of I do like it. I would buy it again. I'm giving it a 1.71. I think we're all in the seven. Oh, we're all 1.7. 1.71. So Howlerhead whiskey, banana whiskey. 
Nice. We're on hey, the so same page, huh? Hey, so, so now that we're with our beer reviews, very quick, uh, I forgot how I reacted. <laughs> how did I react? I, was, I, I got think you were more like not. a, I think you were more of a, oh, shit, I'm caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. She Don't found me. <laughs> I was expecting like a, oh, yeah, like happy and like I know you. Well, no, because I, I have failed to fulfill my responsibilities, dude. That's why. It's all good. It's all good. It's all, all right, in it's all time. Because, you know, I it's funny because, but, and this will be a conversation we can have later, but, I mean, listen to your other podcasts, bro. You're ready for something on your own because you're tired of, you're sick and tired of working for other people, being told what to do, when to do it. Like, George tells me to do that shit all the time. I know you're right. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to do? Trying to knock him off the podcast? I already have a hard enough time to bring him on. No, I think he needs to do the podcast hey, more. He needs to do more things for himself. Like you, like you were saying, like, not like, like uh, dedicate all like call off from work to do the podcast. Who cares? Yeah. Mostly because you think about it, like tomorrow you well something happens to you by by Monday they already have a like a posting to replace your job. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're oh yeah, you're right. And to be honest, I'm okay if something happens to me tomorrow. You know why? Because I'm going to heaven. Amen. <laughs> Amen. To be honest, I'm looking. <laughs> you know what, George? I'm gonna go too hard, too fast. I look forward to death. I look forward to the end of the world. It's all good. That's why I drink. Because tomorrow, we don't know. You know I mean? Oh, my goodness, dude. Last podcast, I went dark. With, a, with a death question. Uh-oh. When I, I when I asked Jim Eddie about dying. <laughs> okay, and now we're still, we need to not move. We need to move away from the death talk. No, no, no. Let's talk about death. Let's talk about life insurance. Huh? <laughs> you like that? I gave her a perfect opening. Oh, my gosh. You got no, but... Hey, on the real, so so uh, I, I have been, well, I've been trying to study for a life insurance license and stuff, so. That's the first so, license he's got to get, but yeah. Yeah, that's the first license I got to get, and uh, um, uh, so I have I have this whole study guide I created for myself, and then uh, I do try to look at it and everything, so um, mira, mira. nevertheless, I'm behind, though. I, uh, there's only a certain time period I have, and so I totally exceeded my own deadlines, <laughs> So, but it's, it's all right. good. Like I said, time means everything. So. Yeah, yeah. But I have no one to blame but myself, though. So, so. I love so the you, I love the accountability, you, right? Like I'm taking the responsibility. I'm taking the responsibility. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be responsible. Yeah. How did Worm come across uh, your desk? Mm-hmm. I should say. Or, so, um. So all the Luke connections, man. All yeah. Of I mean, it's all about networking. Like you think about it, like it's really about like who you know. It's how you get connected with different people, but. So he knows Marisa, which is one of our licensed agents out there in El Paso that's helping us expand out there. Oh, I and, should go visit her, huh? While I'm in town. Yeah, you should. And so she's out. She's out there in El Paso, and I, I guess they know each other from Olu, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. He, you know, was open to making extra money and things like that. So we sat down with him, talked to him more. It's kind of the same things I was talking to you about, um, you know, and. Uh, the rest is kind of history. Well, he decided. Did to you convince George? Is George on board? I'm um, very unconvincible about a lot of things. Yeah, he is, dude. He's scared, but he won't even use a Wendy's app because oh, they're gonna steal my information. I'm like, dude, they the already have your freaking Wendy's, information. Dude. The Wendy's app is kind of like whack though, because like they don't even give you like rewards. You can't even order curbside. Like, eh. I know. Okay, okay, okay. You, you know what does? Though? You know what? He makes me drive through the drive-through of Wendy's. While he's ordering one Wendy's time, on the, the Wendy's yeah. app, and I'm like, what the, f- why do you have an app for? It's like, I hate downloading apps on my phone. I don't need an extra little thing on it. 
Now, if there was a Chacho's app, you better believe we'd be driving through the Chacho's drive-thru, but I, oh, I don't think they have an app. I haven't looked. <laughs> Do they? No? Clarissa doesn't eat Chacho's anymore. I'm I like, yeah, Chacho's, man. That reminds me of, like, back in the day, being out all night and then being so hungry and just going to Chacho's after. Yeah. Or me being here in El Paso, I wish there was a, a app for Chico's, but... Shoot. I've never had Chico's Chacos. Oh, my... I know. Come visit. Come visit. You're better off. Tell her to. No, no. George loves it. He won't admit it. He loves it. You don't like the I like the flavor. I don't like the after effects. And we don't need oh. to get into all that. It is rotten in tomatoes, but that's what gives it flavor. You know what I mean? But they're like soggy tacos, right? Mm, it depends. If you leave them there for a while, yeah. But oh. initially. You're uh, like, no, they're, they're, you're they're like... basically they're basically just flautas, and then you just put tomato soup, <laughs> special tomato soup, and then with some cheese, and then it tastes pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I will have to try them next time I go out there. <laughs> so what what have you told George about? Um, I don't know. Are we allowed to are, are we allowed to talk about your company? Are you able to advertise your company on here? I mean, yeah, we were just gonna talk about. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to talk about. I mean, I whatever. Well, I, well when. Uh, I mean, George literally told me maybe five minutes before you came out, hey, there's a surprise guest, and I can't tell you now. I'm all right. And, then, <laughs> and I got scared when I saw you because I'm a damn. But I thought about all this. But then I'm all, but five minutes before, he said he, she's a financial advisor. So I started thinking of all this stuff. Cool. want to get into real estate because I'm about to sell my house, uh, crypto, um, all this stuff. So... And I need so to we're gonna get to we're gonna get to all that and we're gonna get to some advice and my alcohol problem too. What you do we're gonna get into life. what you what you provide for people, the services you provide for people. But before we get to that, we wanna know where you started from. So you're from San Antonio, Texas, born and raised. Uh pretty much born and raised. <clears throat> I lived in Corpus Christi, Texas when I was like younger, like two to nine. Um, but we moved back to San Antonio and um been here ever since. I graduated from Olu with my uh, degree in communication disorder. So I was no, actually. Oh, the one oh. question all San Antonio people need to know is what <laughs> high school you went to. What uh, high school? <laughs> you look like Brackenridge a Jefferson high, high school. I went to Brack High School, Brackenridge High School. Brackenridge. So the crazy thing is, okay, this is the thing. Like back in the day, like it wasn't really popping. It was like, but you go now, there's like Southtown there, the Riverwalk extension. Like it's nice. It's like, dang, like. You can be proud to go to that school now and say, like, hey, yeah, like, it, it's super nice. But when we were there, it was like a creek back there. It wasn't even the river walk extension. It was just a creek. You know, the kids went back there to do bad things, if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> That's what George would do. Exactly. <laughs> just kidding. We, we went into the, What's we were doing? under the bleachers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not from hey, we, we had a place in our high school. It, called the, it was called the Happy Corner. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, and now he just uh, no, I'm not. Gonna it wasn't that. even a corner. It was like a canal. So <laughs> stupid, I know. <laughs> we're dumb. Uh, okay, so you went to Olu, and that's where we met. Uh, and actually, you were probably one of the first people that I became friends with at Olu. Because um, you're like a year young, or a couple years younger, like a year or two younger, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Actually, I don't. Was it? I feel like when I met you. You were older. Was, obviously. You're still older than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was definitely like a like even a year or two older. But I remember that we became friends really quickly. Like it was just like kind of like an instant, just like friendship, and it was really cool. And um, 
yeah, like just funny stories. Like if we were going to talk about like George used to get people into like, a, like we weren't even 21 or maybe I was 21 and they weren't, uh, but he was getting <laughs> people into like this one like dance club place, like all the time. He's like, come on, this is the place to go. Well, yeah. No, no, no. That's perfect. I, I love that. I'm glad you brought that up. So the place, I don't remember if it was called Lone Star or Red Zone or it was it was called both names, but I don't know which one came first. <laughs> at the time. Uh, at some point, I was, well, I was 18, maybe 19 years old. And me and three other guys kind of became like the regulars at this place. An 18, 19 year old, we were all 18 and 19. And then we would talk about it at school and it became a college bar. So everybody at Olu was there. And it's like, bring them in. It's like, they're cool with you. Yeah, they bring them in. And then uh, all of a sudden they got shut down for a little bit, a little bit because they found out that 18 and 19 year old kids under age 21, they were going in there. And I'm not advocating for it. It was a different time, a different place. <laughs> it was pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like pre 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 pandemic. Yeah, that's like one of the most. That, that's one of the things I remember about George. I was like, remember when you used to get us all into that bar? We weren't even twenty one, and he was like, oh, I forgot about that. What they wouldn't ask for ID or what? No, at first no, and then they they get they got shut down and they changed their name, and then they ended up asking for IDs. But uh. since we were the ones bringing in people, we got. We still just walked in like we owned the place, and then there was a few people that we could bring in uh, without having to be checked or anything. So maybe I should not say their name. I don't know if they still exist. I don't. I don't I think that. I think it's a restaurant now. That place. Honestly. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Then. <laughs> uh, my favorite club was Anthro. Did you guys ever go to Anthro? Oh my gosh! Don't even talk about Anthro. Oh, 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 hey, that's your too hard, too fast it, it story. Is, Tell that us. is probably that is? Oh gosh. I didn't even know if I was gonna want to say this on the internet, but oh, I guess well, so. you got oh, it now. now it's gonna be like, till the end. So though. my my twenty first birthday. Don't say it yet. Don't say it. Let's do it now. Let's do the end. We'll save that okay. for the end. I'll see you um, save it. I think just that is enough, right? My twenty first. That's a little. That's a little teaser. Um, so, but you didn't graduate as a financial person or? No, I didn't. Uh, I graduated with my degree in communication disorders, fancy, uh, fancy title for like a speech therapist. Um, so I, like, I went to school to be a speech therapist and I did do that for about seven and a half years. I really liked it. Um, so Jen, Jen. um I do know, I do know Jen. I, I mean, her and Jorge, or George, sorry. I sometimes call him both. Whatever you um, want. Um, they've been together since college, since Olu. So yeah, like you should, yeah. I mean, I know who she is. Probably maybe not remember me as much. Huh? She was basically my roommate also. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) And I I I want to say that I feel like me and George met through maybe, was it? I don't even know how we met. I don't remember. Someone that I was dating or something. I don't know. I don't remember how we met. I know we just met and we just hung out. That's all I know too. I don't even remember. But, <laughs> right? We're friends and that's all that matters. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I was a speech therapist and I did that and I like it because I like to help people. Um, that's part of one of my things because I am a woman of faith. I know you only talk about religion, George, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I bring it up all the time. Let's hear about your theology, Clarissa. Oh, no, it's okay, right? But. Um, I'm just a faker. Look what's on the wall. Look what's on the wall. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love it. I love but it. You know what? 
I don't like to show it off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, just being a woman of faith, I just, I, I want to make sure that like what I do is like a vocation. I'm serving, I'm making a difference. I'm making an impact, um, being significant in people's lives. Um, and even if it's just individual people, right? Like, I think that's the best thing is like, when we're like searching for that bigger significance, sometimes you just have to look at the people around you. And if you can make an impact in those people's lives, like that's more than what like God, the universe, like wants you to do, you know what I mean? Um, and so that's why I like doing speech therapy, but then that's why I like doing what I do now, because now I feel it's like on a bigger scale. Like I always just helping children before, but now I can help families, parents, their children, their grandchildren. It's just like really just like changing legacies and like changing like the generational curse that most of us have when it comes with like money and like saving it and investing it. Cause most of us, we just never been taught about how to do it. The cycle of poverty. Exactly. Which a lot of times it's just a mentality. It's not necessarily your circumstance. You're right. It is. It, it is. It's and it, like, it. sometimes it's all about perspective too. Cause think about it. Like you could be like, there's a difference between being broke and being poor, right? Like you could be broke, like not have a pe- like have only a penny to your name. But that doesn't mean you're poor because you're poor is like your spirit. Like mm. you're poor is like, you know what I mean? So there's a difference. You could be completely broke. Doesn't mean you're poor because you're still rich in life or still know that, hey, that's just money. I can go get it. I can go make it if I really need it. You know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah right. that's that's totally like what our company and what we do is just like trying to change that, that cycle of poverty and just like just educate people nice. pretty much. What is what is the cycle of poverty? poverty like more well i would say you know maybe not even cycle of poverty just cycle of like being stuck in that rut of like how do we get ahead right because i feel like a lot of people a lot of families like they feel that way they're like men or like like i sit with down with so many people they literally are like i don't ever see myself retiring because i don't think financially i can and that is so sad hey so one thing i was gonna test you with but you mentioned it in a in in a training before, so I already know you know. It. I was gonna mention um, why why don't they teach about money in schools? Because that's what I learned from uh, Robert uh, what Robert Kiyosaki, the guy yeah. who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad. So, but I already know you know about him, so I can't, yeah, I can't so, use you on that. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty much that. one reason why they don't want the masses to learn is because again, it's it's all about keeping the the majority down, right? Like if the majority doesn't know about these programs, about these. Um, places that we can save money or ways to make money, um, then again, that top like one to 5% of the population can stay there forever, right? But it's when you kind of learn more, you start utilizing, you know, the resources that you have, like the Rich Dad Poor Dad, if no one's read that book, it's an amazing book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like one thing I love from that book that it talks about is like a poor dad, right? Like when his child asks him for something, they're like, he's like, oh no, we can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and by the, what I love too is he always says my poor dad was the PhD de, uh, department head or department chair of, of education and everything for a, a prestigious university there in Hawaii. So his dad was the most educated leader, all this stuff. And that was his poor dad. His rich dad was the one who wasn't even educated, but he knew he understood business and he understood finances. And and you make a good point, Worm. <laughs> oh, you could call my, my, my name. right i didn't know if you want everyone to know your real name it's already been mentioned once or twice only dedicated people (laughs) they they really have to listen through the whole thing to catch my names every once in a while nice well you can say my name (laughs) one of one of the things that i too we've learned is that like 
and especially like I feel like our generation, right? Like we were force fed, like go to college, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a degree, you're gonna spend like get in debt because of it, but don't worry, so you're gonna get an amazing job, we're gonna make amazing money to be able to pay it, which uh is not the case. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, and then you have student loans that's uh, more than your annual salary. Exactly. And, and it, it goes back to saying like you like you don't like getting more degrees does not equal more money. Unfortunately, this like it does not like I know people who have like their master's degree, they have a, like a doctorate and they work like at a bookstore making like a couple hundred bucks like a week. And I'm like, how do you have a master's in English and a blah, blah, blah and whatever. And you you're not making the type of money that you thought you would. Again, it goes back to degrees does not equal money, at yeah, least so not then, anymore. Well, then how do we fix that or how do how does not fix it for the you know, we're not trying to run the country but how do we fix it for ourselves <laughs> well eventually we'll get there we'll run the world hey just well, vote I, for me well, it's like, I'm, gonna take I'm not it of here. age yet you have to be what 30 35 kind of be the president yeah we're not oh yeah 35 if Kanye could do it well if Kanye ran what can i run yeah hey man you got enough influence you want to do enough good in the world i'd say go for it man only if you can write in the word uh your name as worm <laughs> hey, for every state of the union, I'm just going to be drinking a beer, talking to Congress. President Warm. <laughs> He's going to have a Warm. cup. We're all going to know what's in that cup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, George, we'll do a podcast in the White House. Wouldn't that be cool? Right before, right before every state of the union, you go, okay, so I have this beer. I'm going to give it a one point. <laughs> Let me rate it very quick. <laughs> this is very important for the state of our union. Everyone in the U.S. has that beer, and they're like, oh, yes. You know what it would do for the economy. So we're going through hard times in the economy. The only suggestion <laughs> I have to the people is just drink up. That's all I could say. And then I'll give stimulus package so that people could buy beer. There you go. That'll, that'll drive up everything. You can only use it for beer. <laughs> you can only use, I'll create a specific crypto token so that you can only use it for beer. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'm sorry. I probably wouldn't be getting much of those tokens. (laughs) The what? I probably wouldn't get much of those tokens because I drink a lot of beer. (laughs) But you could use it for like back to the question. Worm is trying to derail us. No, I'm sorry. I'm Uh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. How does how how do we fix it for ourselves? Like, like you said, there's people even that use the degree that they went for, and they still are not getting paid or what they. Well, we were promised as college students. Well, you know, as far as that, and people who have degrees and they're not really doing any, they don't have any opportunity. Um, one thing that I've learned now, because um, I am an entrepreneur, right? Like um, part of what I do is like building an agency and that's the goal to build like the biggest agency in all of Texas and all US, right? Um, that's why I like Homeboy over here in Odessa, you know, we're expanding out there. Like that was awesome that he's out there. Um, and El Paso, Houston, San Antonio, we have people everywhere. Um, but what I found is just like, if you can't do anything with your degree, you have, they have no choice but to start your own business. Literally, like what else can you do? Let's start a podcast. Or start a podcast. <laughs> start, start something of your own, right? Because po- the podcast is essentially can be a business and it can turn into something really big, right? right? And obviously it takes time, just like any business, right? It's not like a overnight thing like you know success isn't over like overnight it takes time um, well only if warm would just show a little more skin <laughs> maybe a little more nipple 
Maybe. I think that uh, drives people away. Hey, but very quick, though, I do want to mention this because uh, so when I come visit, my mom mentioned this the other day and I just found it funny. There's this lady she follows, right? Mm-hmm. And she just cusses a lot in Spanish. And I don't know. My mom just likes <laughs> watching her and she's like, whatever. Um, and so my mom's all like, um, she's all, so why don't you just make your podcast a, a full time job? <laughs> I'm all like, well, we haven't developed it there. She's all, well, just just start doing it. I'm not, it's not that easy. We can't. And I look. The person she follows has like 200 k followers. So you know she's probably made. And she makes videos every day. But you know, you're right. Okay. It takes time um, to, to develop that. Well, um, did you tell your mom, hey, are you following me? Because if you want me to get a two hundred k, I need you to follow me too. <laughs> she doesn't find me funny. Oh, <laughs> she's all like uh, i'm already annoyed by you when you come so, so why am i gonna listen to your podcast hilarious. but i like your mom she's degas yeah yeah. i don't know if you know what degas means no she what does it mean doesn't give a shit she doesn't she's like she's like do it just go away and she's like your podcast is too hard too fast why aren't you going hard yeah yeah she's all, so you you're making money right i'm like no <laughs> not yet not yet we will not yet, not yet. Um, what is that? Okay, hold on. Not Before a lot of money. Further, what is that? Ryan, the golden rhino in the back, man. Is that a symbol? Nice. I'm glad you see that. So, uh, the reason why I have a rhino, one gold aesthetics, right? Of like the office. Uh, if you see, well, like there's a, it's a whole new office. We, we, I got a, we got a bigger office, our team. So, uh, and then redecorated all fancy. Um, but the rhino, I got the reason why I got that is because, um, a rhino, as far as like an animal, um, they only move forward, right? Like they don't, you know, and Rhino never like go backward. He just like physically can't, he always continues to move forward. So I love having the Rhino there because it just kind of is a representation of like your life of you. And as a person, again, being an entrepreneur is like, you just got to keep moving forward no matter what, like you can't stop and like try to go backwards to change, like just keep on progressing and charging like a Rhino, right? Like just go for it. And that's why I like the rhino. And then you can't see it, but I have a, an elephant over here, another gold one. And the reason why I have an elephant is because the elephant in the an, like animal kingdom, he it has they have the thickest skin out of any other animal, right? And even being in finance and doing what I do, like you have to have thick skin sometimes, right? Like there could be people that just ignore you and your phone calls, you know, for months and stuff. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm busy. It's okay, right? No, I get it. But you know what I mean? You just have to have thick skin. And that's why I have those those two animals because I just it helps you just remind myself. Continue to always move forward no matter what, you know, and then just have thick skin, like be mentally tough and and that's the only way you're gonna win in life is because bad things happen to everyone, adversity happens to everyone, like but at the end of the day at the end of the day it's like what are you doing like to keep like real champions is about how long like you get knocked down, how long does it take you to get back up? Not like I'm gonna get knocked down and stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I like that. Hey, so I, I, have, I, have like, to, I have to address her comments. I have to address her comment. It's okay. I just you brought it up. I have to address. It's because it. you feel guilty, woman. You know you fucked up, man. Well, no, well, no. I, well, I don't, no, I don't feel guilty. I know a part of you. I know a part of you like feels like yeah, it's like something I do want to do. Maybe just the timing isn't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And ultimately, I don't necessarily feel guilty because, and I think Clarissa would agree with this, the only person I'm really affecting is myself. Correct? Yeah. Exactly. 
So if anything, I should be pissed at myself, but, uh, and I'm not though, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah, I guess part of it's timing though. But once I get around to doing it, trust me, once I get to it, I'm, I'm a hundred, I'm going to go zero to a hundred real quick. All right. Oh, so oh, right now, know? right now I'm in the pro let's, let's get, uh, well, yeah, I'm in the oh. process of, I'm about to sell my house. I'm literally like two, three weeks away. Congratulations. Ooh, that, that was taking out a big time, a chunk of my time. And, um, um, I try to ignore George, so now George is more comfortable getting co host So cool, I'm moving away, <laughs> right, George? That's why he doesn't get well, It's because I actually asked him, I said, Hey, I, I'll be a co host, and he was like, Well, would you want to be a guest instead? I was like, Sure, <laughs> well, <laughs> what's I that figured, supposed to mean, George? I figured we give you the guest spot first, and then once you're a guest, you can become the co host because now we won't be asking the questions to you. You will be asking the question to somebody, or we will be talking about some random bullshit. Uh, you know, just so right now the focus is on you, and I feel Worm is trying to take all the focus. Um, so let's move back. Nope. Let's talk about, I think we jumped ahead. What are the services that you provide? If somebody wants to reach out to Clarissa. So we first, do actually like a lot of different services. I mean, IRAs, Roth IRAs, annuities, pension plans. Uh, we're really big on life insurance, especially with the pandemic. You know, a lot of people, um, they've had to do GoFundMes or like barbecue plate sales because, you know, the the literally the virus has like no like, oh, young, old, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter really. Like, no boundaries. It doesn't. I mean, I literally like heard of people who like are super healthy, like, you know, under the age of 60, you know, or 50. And they got it on a Friday and by like Monday they were gone and it's crazy. Um, so we're really huge on life insurance is getting people protected. Uh, we also do income replacement plans. So like if you get sick with like any type of like, um, like pretty much like 75% of people, right. By the time they hit 65, they need some sort of like long-term care. Like they get disabled or they get some sort of con medical condition where they can't work anymore. So we help people put it like have plans that if that happens to you, you can have access to the income that you would normally make. Right. Because that's what you stop working. Cause you're sick. Like that, doesn't come in anymore for your family to so do that. Uh, we also do retirement plans. We're huge on doing tax free. Um, that's a big one. Right. Um, and I know that's why that is why Joaquin was really interested in, in the company, because he's got so much of that like tax professional um, experience. And yeah. And one thing that we talked about, I was like, hey, like, I bet most of the people you talk to, they probably ask, like, where can I put my money to save it tax free? And that's really what we show people because these tax-free accounts, wealthy people have been using them for the longest time. That's how they transfer their wealth tax-free and don't pay any taxes to the to their heirs, right, to their legacy. Um, and that's why they keep getting rich. Like, it's like the whole rich, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer type of thing. It's because wealthy people know, like, they work with someone to put their money in, in the right place. And again, zero taxes because wealthy people, they don't want to pay taxes on any of their money. Yeah. Hey, I want to oh. I want to mention uh, Robert uh, Kiyosaki again. He's my he's my he's one of my favorite guys though because uh, he talks about how people always say, "Well, we need to tax the rich more," and he's all, "Well, good luck," <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's true though because they know where to put their money so that they don't get taxed, you know. And and that's kind of like goes back to like the like the crusade of our companies, no family left behind, and pretty much that means like because mostly everyday regular people like us, we've never had the opportunity to learn about finance, learn about money where to put it tax free like we've just never cuz we're not investing 100 200 300,000 right cuz that's like the typical industry they're focused on people who want to you know invest that type of money uh, because they do get like a what we call like a commission 1 to 3%. So I think I think I had mentioned this before but like 
um, think about it. Probably talk to you about it, Joaquin. If I'm like a, an advisor like Merle, Merle Lynch or like a big you know investment firm like that and I get one to 3% and you are a normal person and you're just like, hey, I want to invest like 2000 a year, like maybe like 200 bucks, you know, 2400 bucks, right? Or 200 bucks, $2,400 a year. Well, 1% of that, 24, like they're, they're like, no, I'm good. You it's don't, small. it's <laughs> yeah. small. It's not worth it. That's why they're looking for the people to invest a hundred, 200, 300, those, what we call whales. What about um, golden sacks? Yeah. Same thing, right? Like any of those companies. And so like for us, we're like kind of the opposite. Like we believe in helping everyday families. If, even if they say 50, a hundred, 200, whatever, we got some that do more, some that do less. Um, it's all based on the family's goals. And I think that's amazing because even someone like I said, like ourselves, that wants to save a couple hundred bucks. Like it's hard to get someone to want to work with you. Who's again, trying to make money off the money that you're investing. So, so very quick though. So golden Sachs though, uh, going back to them, like them, if you want someone who just say, I want to invest 500 bucks, that's too small for, for you. I, to mean, be able they, to... I mean, they might, but I mean, for, I mean, most but usually they deal with people, bigger amounts, hundreds of thousands and hundreds there, or of a thousands. couple millions and stuff. Right. All right. So let yeah. me bring that up. It's because, uh, um, so the reason why I'm investing in Bitcoin, they just came out, they made an announcement that the clientele for Goldman Sachs, they're really pushing them to, to invest in Bitcoin. So guess what? And exactly, if these people have big portfolios, if they're investing in Bitcoin, it's just going to shoot Bitcoins. Uh, um, they're the token or the, the coins just going to shoot up. So that's and, why I'm investing in Bitcoin because I, I suspect, especially if they're buying into it, dang, that's going to get huge. And that's awesome. But as a tax professional, what are you doing? To you can't sell. Free? Well, you can't sell yet because I know, that's even, what I'm saying. if so you even you... transfer, you do some. So you have to hold on to it. It's similar to gold. It's a store of value. Similar to gold where you just wanted to keep up with inflation. Well, luckily, this is better than inflation because it's actually it's actually increasing in value. But yeah, unfortunately, until they actually come up with better tax regulation for it, which I think eventually they will. Uh, all you could do is just hold on to it, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're right. You're right. You can't. You can't. If you do get out of it, they're going to tax you capital gains. It's going to be like 20 percent, 25. And that's a lot. You know what I mean? So. And that's because the taxes are low right now. Wouldn't you agree? Like they're kind of the lowest they've been, like anywhere from 10 to 35 percent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Usually I think yeah, it used to be 35 and then they lowered it and now. And now with the stimulus package, that's just going to cause taxes to go even higher. So you hey, talk, said about it, talk about inflation. That's, that's so, guy. He said it, not me. So awesome. I'm glad you said that because that's what I feel is going to happen too, to be honest. Now talk to us about it. Since you're finite, let's talk about inflation now. Okay. Well, before we go any further, uh, George, we must say, now we must say, this is not advice. This is George makes me want to Yeah, no, no, no. If and anyone wants, yeah. I'm giving you financial advice. Know. Listen to me. If anyone wants to learn more, I mean, you definitely can get with me, connect with me, and uh, we can talk more on a one-on-one -on -one basis because everyone's situation is different, right? Like, think about it. Like, George, you're, uh, you you have your wife, you have your kid. Like, your situation is different from Joaquin because he's doesn't, right? You don't have any kids, you're, right? That he knows of or that he's fine with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, right? So your situation is going to be different, right? You might want a college plan. You might need some other things compared to like what he's going to need for himself. You know what I mean? George, don't 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 well, put so a college plan for for your kid, dude. Just invest in Bitcoin, bro. And then in Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so while we're talking about taxes, um, what I did on the Instagram, the Too Hard to Fast podcast Instagram, I 
reached out to people or just put out a little thing that said, hey, we're having a guest that deals with, uh, she's a, a financial professional advisor, I don't know, labels. Um, so they had some questions. So I had two that kind of, I, you kind of already touched on a little bit, but maybe want to expand on a little bit more. Uh, one question, I told them this was all going to be anonymous, so that's why they were comfortable asking. Say, how can I avoid taxes? And you were saying tax-free, so maybe talk a little bit more on that. The other one is, how do rich people get to keep their money, but we don't? So, like, you're hitting right on the things that people are worried about. So, good question. So, um, really, there's these tax advantage accounts. Like, one of them in particular is it's a 7702A tax advantage plan. Um, And literally, the way the plan works is there's, like, a lot of tax codes that come with it. Um, that are going to allow you to grow your money tax-free, take it out tax-free, right? Even transfer it to your beneficiaries when you pass away tax-free. Now, the reason why it's tax-free is because with tax advantage plans, like, so um, you work at elementary school, right? So you get your paycheck from your school, you pay your taxes. At that point, the government doesn't care what you do with your money because they got their taxes. So they're going to allow you to put it into the program. Again, grow it tax-free, take it out tax-free. But what do most normal people know about? All we know is tax deferred, which is like a 401k, IRAs, 403bs, like all those plans that we get at our job. And those are all taxed later, which means they take the money out of my paycheck, has not been taxed. I'm going to put it away and grow it for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Then at the end, that's when I'm going to pay taxes on all the money I save. So if we've never been exposed, we've never been educated on the tax tax never tax free kind of plans how can we know how to put our money there but the thing is wealthy people they have a financial professional they have someone that they're working with that just teaches them and shows them is like hey this plan you could save your money tax-free take it out tax-free and when you die your family gets it all tax-free too there's also an aspect and i won't get into it but there's aspect of like life insurance around the savings too which then it gives your family like a life insurance death benefit payout when you die too. So they not only get your money that you saved, they get the life insurance with it. And that's what wealthy people do with their money, right? Because it makes more sense of why would I keep it in an IRA where when I die, they lock it up. They're going to take the taxes if I didn't pay taxes on whatever money's in there, right? Because remember, you never pay taxes. Then they send a check to your family. Well, when you get money, what do you have to do with it on your taxes next year? You have to claim it. Report it, yeah, report it as income. <laughs> so what? So now your money got taxed twice. Once for you and then once for your family. Wealthy people are like, I don't want to pay taxes. So they put it into this program that I'm talking about. Again, where once they pass away, it goes tax-free to the family. And they also get a death benefit of life insurance, all tax-free. It's like literally the life insurance death benefit tax code. The like the single like underused tax code in the book. They get the whole book. So what about like anybody that's um, not feeling like they can trust you with their money? Because we've all heard even famous celebrities have been screwed over by their advisors. and Their agents. uh, Agents. Yeah, no. Yeah. So like they're trusting you with this money I'm giving you. Um, Do you get people that are untrusting? And what do you do to help them? trust you so to be honest i'll be completely honest like i'm a very like i meet people and i automatically like just make friends with everyone and like and people they trust me very easily right because they know i'm a good person you could just kind of like that's just the vibes right but 
if there is if there is that case of like they don't trust it's really just a matter too if someone doesn't like they don't care until they know how much you care so if i get to know them as a person i've i did build that little relationship to figure out like what is the main goal like what is the most important thing for you and your family is it sending your kid to college is it retiring like at a certain age like 50 55 is whatever the goal is right and so that when I'm speaking about these things that we do, I'm, I'm including their, the, everyone's vision, their dreams, like, and how, like, being able to save in this plan, like, you can have that. I had a client, like, he really didn't really know what he wanted in retirement and really wasn't too sure. But once I kind of put the plan together with him, I showed him the numbers of if he saved this much, he'd have this much tax-free in retirement. And I told him, I want you to close your eyes. And I was like, just think about what does retirement feel like for you? Like, what are you thinking? And I was like, are you, you know, because pe- every every retirement is different for people, right? Some people want to be on a beach. He was like, I want to be a beach. I feel the wind in my hair. Like I was like, awesome. I was like, well, how much funner would it be knowing you got 400 grand tax-free? And he was like, wow. Like it again, because this is a feeling because this money that we're putting away for the future, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And it's not like a car where you buy a car and you could touch it. You feel it like it's like, you got it. This is like, I have to put this away to know that in the next 20, 30, 40 years, I'm going to be on that beach relaxing. I'm not going to be like that lady at Walmart that has to be like the greeter because she didn't plan well enough and has to work because there's not enough money in retirement. So oh, so there's I, nothing wrong with that lady at Walmart. No, there's nothing wrong, right? <laughs> no, and I'm not. And then, don't, yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I don't want people to take that the wrong way. But let's be completely honest with ourselves. Yeah, no, what you mean, I know what you mean. It's like, it sucks when she, like, this, this lady at Walmart exists. Uh, she probably worked as a teacher or as a speech therapist somewhere, earned all this money, killed herself doing it so she can retire from it. But then it's like, oh, fuck, I have to work. It's not Walmart. enough. Yeah, it's not yeah enough. I have to keep doing and, something. And the biggest problem is because most of us are saving with just in like that 401k IRA, which again, it's taxable. You've got to pay taxes, but it's also in directly invested into the stock market. So the market goes down, you're losing money. So that's a big yeah. thing we've seen too is think about it. You're 59, you're about to retire, but the pandemic hit and now your account, you lost yeah. 40%. Last year in March and April, things went, yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine down. that like you can like, there's no way that you can retire if you lost 40% in your account. You're like, well, crap, I got to keep working for another five, 10 years just to make up. And, and if you think about it, guys, like the people who are retiring now, they've lost three times in their accounts or maybe more now because they lost in 2000, in 2000, 2001, the dot-com boom, people mm-hmm. lost money in their accounts. Um, 2008, when the market crashed because of the mortgage bubble, they lost money. And then this past year in the pandemic. So imagine working yeah, and you awesome. lost money three times in your retirement. God, and that's within 20, a 20 year span. Isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? Yeah. So, okay, so let me get to another question. Um, sure. This other question says, because I think you kind of mentioned it, is an R <clears throat> is an IRA Roth a wise choice for retirement planning? How much should be used to open? Okay, good. So a Roth IRA is a really good plan. Um, there are a couple of downsides, I would say. Um, it's good because it is tax advantage, right? You pay your taxes on your money going in, you're going to put it in, you can grow it tax-free, take it out tax-free. Um, but if you need to access money before you're 60, there is a 10% penalty on the growth of your account. 
which a Roth IRA is something you go get on your own. I don't think anyone should pay a penalty on their own money if they need to take it out. And then it's also directly invested in the stock market. So you could save like a hundred grand tax free, but then the pandemic hit, what happened to all your tax free money? It's down, right? That um, that 77028 plan, it's like a Roth IRA on steroids because um, it's it's in a certain type of strategy where you get the upside of the market and you get a floor where if the market crashes, you don't lose. Um, but then you also get that benefit of like the tax-free too. Um, but, a, but also too with a Roth, like there's uh, limitations on how much you can put in. It's like 5,500 bucks every year. And for some people, it's like, man, that's, 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 that's a, like a lot. Like that's saving about $500 a month. But there are a lot of families that are like, we can save way more than that. Right. Like we can save more and we want to save more than $5,000 tax free every year. So that's why this, if you do have a Roth, you're thinking that's awesome. But um, I tell people, if you have a Roth and you want to keep that cool, but also consider like, if you want to save more money tax free, these other plans, there's no limitations on, on uh, how much money you could put in based on how it's structured. So like rich people, cause the Roths do have like income limitations. You make over like 120 single can't get a Roth. Uh, I think you make like, I think over 180 or 200 uh, as a couple can't get a Roth. So again, wealthy people, they can't even participate in Roth. So they go get these other plans again, where they're able to save way more money than the 5,000. But again, we can structure it. If someone just wants to save $3,000 a year, we can structure that plan to do that too. So that's the cool thing as well. But a Roth is is a good plan. Um, There are just other options too. But a good place, I would say, as far as savings for the future, and this might be sound a little harsh to people, and they might be like, oh, my God. Um, but the rule of thumb is you should be saving your age with a zero behind it every month for your reti- to have like a to have like a sensible and a good retirement. So, like, if you're 25, you should try you should start focusing on saving two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Mm. Like start consistently doing that. Twenty six, two hundred and sixty. Because think about it. If you start if you were to start that at 20, 200 bucks. Every month, 200 bucks. And then at 21, 210, 220. Like you're you're only going up 10 bucks every year, but that's going to add up and it's going to create that habit of savings where you don't even feel it because every year it's just 10 bucks more. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that's a good rule. I, I was looking like I didn't know what you were saying, but really I was trying to pretend or I was trying to think of what my age was. I couldn't remember if I'm 33 or 34. Like, oh, I, I thought you were 44, you bro. Yeah, you look familiar. <laughs> hey, very quick, though, going back, going back to uh, where you said you don't believe that people should be penalized to take out what they put in. So when I used to do taxes, I hated when people would uh, they would give me their forms, and then I see a 1099R. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it, because I already know they're going to complain. Because after I do their taxes, if they didn't pay no tax, um, then they're going to be, why do I owe? I thought I was expecting this much of my refund. Because well. you didn't pay nothing in, <laughs> to take out. You, they get charged, what, 20%? 20, you know, I mean? or, they, or, 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 or initially, sometimes they'll just pay the 10%, thinking, cool, I already paid tax on it. But they fail That's to realize you're going to get taxed again at your income tax, another 10% or 15%. And so they would get, they would always get pissed. I hate it when I saw 1099 R's. I still do. <laughs> and, and that's another thing that we do, uh, Joaquin and, and uh, George, is we teach people about 401ks and IRAs, like how they work when you want to take money out. Because like, think about it. They teach us about, hey, just put it in. You're going to save money. But no one ever teaches us like, how does it work when I need to access the money if there's an emergency or, and that's why people get into that. They don't know there's a 10% penalty. They don't know they have to pay the taxes. And that's when they're like, 30% in penalties and taxes. What the heck? 
Why would yeah. why would somebody get into that if if they're let's say they're taught or what things mean like why would somebody get into it or are they tricked into it by somebody? Um, is there Speaking like a four hundred one k on IRA? No, like the the, the the what was it a ten ten ninety nine R? That's if you no, no no you 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 elect I guess to take out of your retirement. So if you have a four hundred one k, let's say you build up thirty thousand and you say, oh, well, I want to take out ten thousand of it. Cool. And then they'll ask you, do you want to pay the tax now or later? Even when you say now, they'll only take out 10%. So they think, oh, I already paid taxes. Uh, but then when they do their income tax, they fail to realize you're getting you're getting penalized of 20% um, to take out. The, so they really have to pay 2000 So even though they paid 1000 then they have to pay the other 1000 when they do their income tax. And they fail to realize. So no, they don't get tricked. It's just, I guess, they don't read the fine print. But a lot, all, all that stuff's complicated sometimes. So, you know, people, if you need the money, you just need the money. You don't care. You'll deal with the next issue later on. You know what I mean? So let's say there's somebody very ignorant on things, not, not for their own doing or anything. What's the best way for them to learn? They don't want to be in a program or anything, but that, what is the best way for a person to just get educated for themselves to not make mistakes like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, part of, like, Right now it's financial literacy month. So we're in a huge campaign to just like educate and like show families. While Kina's seen the presentation before and we teach concepts, we teach like three concepts, compound interest, right? Where you should be putting your money to grow it fastest. Um, I'm sorry, like almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're good. Um, hey, you drank too much. It's all right. Too hard, too fast. Too hard, too fast. Can't um, wait for your too hard, too fast story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, um. I even just lost my train of thought. Uh, well, uh, literacy, financial literacy. Oh, yes, literacy. Financial literacy month. Yeah, so the presentation has a bunch of concepts. Like I said, the how to grow your money, um, how to invest it, the compound interest, and then the taxes. But we also show people like how, again, how the 401k works, how the money is invested. Uh, we show options if you want to see about like securing it. Um, we just show everything. So um, if people want to learn more, I mean, that's a free service that we do just to educate. Because remember, the mission is no family left behind. Like, my whole goal is just to show people the information. And from there, they decide what they want to do with it. Because, like I said, we offer so many services. We also do, like, debt management. We do wills. We do trust. We do everything for financial services. So maybe someone might not need to invest. They got it all. But they're like, hey, I need to get my will in place. We can help them with that. So it's just literally just showing them um, so they know. And then they can decide what area they want to focus on. Or if they're like, no, I, I, I have all my ducks in a row. Really, my next question is, was like, well, who do you know that needs to hear this? And usually they, they usually are like, well, you know what? My son, he should hear this. Or, and that's a big part of the business is like word of mouth. Like I get a lot of referrals. That's why it goes back to like the whole trust thing. Um, I don't have that problem because I help, I help Joaquin. He's super pumped up, fired up about the tax-free plan. And he's like, man, what he tells you, he's like, man, George, because you're his best friend. Man, I'm saving tax-free. Like, you need to talk to my friend. Best where friend, is that? I don't know. Or whatever, right? And then you say, you need to talk to Clarissa to see if she could help you and Jen, like, get on track too, right? And that's it. And so you already trust Joaquin. You trust his judgment. You know, he wouldn't put you in something that's bad. So automatically, it kind of builds that trust here as well. I, I, I will. You don't believe a damn thing I say, but it's all right. It's okay. I will say I trust Worm with my life, but do I trust him with my, my money? money? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or his liquor or his beer. Hey, you know what we haven't done? Cheers. Clarissa, George, cheers. 
Sure. I already, I already finished with the holler, hey. but I got some vodka in here. To so make money, huh? Making money. Becoming millionaires, tax free. Tax free. Retiring, retirement young, retiring young. Hey, cash rules everything around me. It really does. Cash is king. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. dollar bills, yeah. Um, here's, here's one more question. Yeah, you you did. Um, one more question that that we had. I mean, we got a lot of like, we got a lot of uh, not stupid questions. They were like too hard. To I got them. stupid questions. Uh, obviously, one was here. I'll say one. Uh, one question that we got was if <laughs> if we if we go too hard too fast out on business on a business trip. As long as it's are, not the Bahamas, you're all right, right? Are escorts uh, tax deductible? So that's one. Oh, I'm not a tax and they didn't professional, use, no, no, so no, I feel no, like no, that no, would be no. more of Joaquin's uh, Well, I'm not, cert- I'm not a certified tax professional right now. I don't have my... So, but I would but, uh, say probably no. not. <laughs> Hell no. Um, they, but now, if you take that escort to dinner, you can now, you can write off all the food, right? That That's just like a new thing I saw. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends how it comes out on the bill. So very, very quick, <laughs> I can't remember what city it was, but there's a restaurant that they're naming their food items uh, with office uh, office supply names. So like a hamburger is called like, I don't know, like a, a, a speaker or something like that. That way people could deduct it in their taxes. It's kind of smart. Like, hey, yeah. So it depends how uh, it, it depends how um, it comes out on their uh, on their bill. How it's spent. Well, I had seen something, though, on like Google or something that said like for this year that the IRS is allowing like any food, like you mm. can write it off for if you have a business. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool because usually I think it was like 50 percent only. Yeah, could. before yeah, it used to be just fifty percent. Um, so oh, that's kind of. Cool. Or as and then yeah, and as long as you talk fifty percent business too. So, well, I'm surprised this actually brought up a conversation. I thought it was a just you know a funny no, thing no, that no, 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 There's no dumb questions, right? <laughs> right well, no, wait, wait, but if you're, you're in, you Vegas, haven't seen the ones I cannot even put on here. Um, hey, but if you're in Vegas and it's legal in that district in Vegas, and you take clients there, um, and you're going to talk fifty percent business, then yeah, you could deduct the whole thing. Well, okay, so that's, let's let's look. Well, no, hold on. I went out of a limb on that one, but uh, I was gonna say, like, well, you know, strippers is a business that you can't have. So if you're that, if you, if you spend on strippers as a business trip, is that something? I don't know. Asking for a friend. If it if it's uh, if it's with clients, then I just ladder. Uh, Talk to your tax professional, but very quick. Yeah, you, you gotta talk to your tax professional yeah. about okay, okay. Talk to your but wait, 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 very quick, very quick. Because uh, when I used to work at uh, some place doing taxes, though, there was a there there was a stripper that would come. Um, so she was the she was the or the exotic dancer, I guess, right? And she would deduct all her stuff, all her makeup and everything. So she was allowed to do that because that was her own business. Mm-hmm. So they're ten ninety nine. They're independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You can write it off the hair extensions, the everything, right? Yeah, all of that, anything yeah. And she would, she business. had like a folder of everything she spent, mm-hmm. all her clothes and everything. A smart lady, right there. Yeah, uh, I have one more question from the from the social medias. I want to ask this one, and then we'll we'll close it out with your two hearts of fast story and where people can reach you. Uh, this one is, I think, what probably everybody thinks. What's an easy way to actually make my money work for me? We hear it all the time. Make your money work for you. Is it investment, Bitcoin, or something else? Um, yeah. Well, the biggest thing is when you want to make your money work for you is you just got to have it in programs and accounts 
that are yielding like a higher rate of return. So like the banks right now, like checking and savings, they give us 0.01%. Like that's nothing. Oh, um, I know. On like this equation. And if you sit down with me, I'll teach you more about it. But in our checking and savings, it takes over 7,000 years for that money to double or compound. Even in a CD or 1% takes about 72 years to compound. So we got to find programs that are doing, you know, 7, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20% rate of return. I'm super proud because uh, one of my clients, we, he got 15.23% rate of return, no losses throughout the entire pandemic. Wow, that's amazing. And very quick, yeah. though, but even if you just have like, let's say in your checkings account, and it just sits there, even no interest. And so you're still losing money. Because of inflation, usually on average two percent. So your money even declines just you just you holding on to it. Exactly. Right? So. Oh yeah, that that's a that's a great point because it's totally true what he said. Because if again inflation's two to three percent, but the bank's giving us 0.01, our money is actually losing value there. Again, that's why that's even why when I sit down with people, right? Like even I've sat down with some educators, right? Their annuities or their programs are like at a two percent rate of return or three percent, and I'm like. You You're need pretty breaking even. Exactly. I'm like, you need something that's going to get you more. So um, what's happening to my money? This is why I drink because all this stuff makes me depressed. Under Drink <laughs> some more. Under the mattress. So this is the thing because we got a lot of people who are like, well, I just have it in my mattress or it's in a coffee can or whatever. Right. And I'm like, that's cool. Top drawer. But there are some downsides to that. One, even in the bank, it, it's still making that 0.01. So there is some interest. So in your mattress, no interest whatsoever. So the money is losing value. Um, two, it's not protected because even in the bank, it's protected. And what I mean by that is by someone stealing it, right? Someone knows you have it in your sock drawer, they can come get it. Um, also too, like from protecting from like fire and flood. That's I think a thing people don't think about. Fire happens in your house. You have all your life savings there. It's mm. completely gone. Um, I think so, I think insurance will only do like two thousand max or something like that. I I'm not even yeah. sure about that, but think about that. You have um, to prove that you have that man, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know how to prove that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I say is like a downside. Like if you keep it, you know, like that, it's there's really there's no protection, there's no growth. Um, so that's that's kind of what I say about keeping your money under your mattress. It it really doesn't do anything for you. So well, investments, like let's say. You know the thing and thing is right now Robinhoodpublic.com, mm -hmm. and and those Everybody's are good. Trying to those invest. are good for like if you want to just play the stocks and stuff. Um, we teach people about something. It's a it's an index strategy, right? Where you get the upside potential of like the stock market, but if it goes down, you don't lose. You lock in. Um, anyone wants to learn about that, we can get together and I can explain it more too. But um, that way is like you're getting the upside of the market with none of the losses, so you don't have to worry about like. Oh man, I, the other day I saw someone who was like, oh, I just lost like, I don't know how much money in the stock market because they're Robin Hood thing, right? It's all red now. Uh -huh. um, and so I'm just like, well, if you would have saved it in a different strategy, you would still have it, right? So again, it's all about just education and awareness, uh, knowing about the different strategies that you can invest in, um, that there are some that are actually a lot more safer um, and you still get growth, which is what we want, right? We don't want to lose. That's why we use the bank, right? Because we know it's safe. That's why people don't invest in the stock market because they're like, well, I don't want to lose it. But with this hybrid model that we talk about, you get to the upside of the market, but you don't lose because it's like a the safety of the bank. Nice. And I like that uh, uh, that strategy that you talked about, about, you know, the, the levels and then you don't lose. Yeah. 
you explain that to me outside the podcast. Um, if anybody wants to really get into that, they should contact you, contact you. Oh, we say how, contact how do you, they how can somebody you? contact you? Um, so you Worm, can... that was my question, Worm. Okay, I, so... I was asking. Sorry, that. was mine. I thought. No, I... that was mine. Um, no, so Clarissa, wait. The question was this was... <laughs> and let her decide. Whose was it? Was it George's or was it? Wait, what? <laughs> nothing. nothing. <laughs> What's your contact name? <laughs> um, How do people get a hold of you? You can find me. Um, you can find me on Instagram or on TikTok. It's Clarissa Castillo WFG. Um, you can also find me on my Facebook, Clarissa Nicole Castillo. Always moving forward. Okay, two more questions, and then we're wrapping it up. Okay. This one's a hard-hitting question. You ready? Okay, let's do it. On Instagram, Too Hard Too Fast podcast polls. People get to vote. Which is more likely to be real? Love at first sight or trust at first sight? Ooh. Love. I didn't mean to influence. I'm just joking. I don't know. Um, I, honestly, for me, I feel like um, you said what's easier for people? Love at first sight or trust what's, at first sight? No, what is more likely to be real? Oh, more likely to be oh, real. Oh, likely to be real. What do you mean by real? Whatever you want to believe. You know what? That's, right. pre- that's a pretty deep question, man. That's like a totally like caught me off guard. I know. Like, say, like which one's legit? Not just what you feel. It's I'm like say, which one is I'm actually say, to be true. I, I'm going to say I feel like trust at first sight. I feel like it's probably could be more real because obviously like the whole like love at first sight, it's not really love. It's more like lust, right? Because like you kind of just like. Or infatuation. That, or yeah, infatuation. It's not really like real, real per se, you know? I feel like you meet someone and you automatically like because people we can feel like people's energy, people's vibes, like their wavelengths, their integrity just by meeting them, like their body language, the way they they are. And um, I think that's more real because it's like like you actually can like you feel that from the person like I can trust this person. All right. So after 24 hours, every, uh, people voted. Hey, very and- wait, 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 George. Can I say one thing? Sure. I say I believe in. Love and foresight. As soon as I saw this guy, Aww. I fell in love. Oh. <laughs> okay, like, so if it's a dog, I, I agree, right? If it's an animal. It's an animal. <laughs> okay, well, after 24 hours, uh, people voted. And we do this randomly every now and then on the Instagram. Um, this is one that got the most interaction with so far. And it really created a bunch of debate. And I'm really surprised. Out of everybody that voted, it was 50-50. Really surprised. This is just a fun thing, but it really caused a lot of, like, debate. Even with coworkers, they were like, well, what do you mean love at first sight or or trust at first sight? I'm not going to love. I will love somebody first, but what if they're a killer? I'm not going to go on a date with them. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. What? (laughs) Like, you have to trust them. You're going to trust them that they're going to pick you up and drive you to the restaurant they promised. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It, but it, it's a thing. Anyway. That's what I was my issue, my issue is I'm always late to, to every date. So imagine that. Well, then you tell her 30 <laughs> minutes later, then you expect to be there. You got you to gotta, you gotta give them that desire. You know what I mean? You got to give them that anticipation. That's <laughs> Digressing from it. It was a, it was a good question. Uh, but the better question is, Clarissa... What is your too hard, too fast story? That was about anthro. 
Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm going to be saying this, but uh, disclaimer, I was 21 years old. I am a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot older than that now. Oh, aren't you 23? So that was two years ago. All right. Two years ago. More like times, like plus 12, right? (laughs) Um, But uh, so it was Tony Bear's birthday and uh, first started, I think we first started off with... um, we went to Chili's with my mom. It was like me and my boyfriend at the time. Um, and we went to First Chili's mistake. with my mom. And we were like drinking those margaritas, like the Presidente ones with the shaker. That was the thing back then. Remember that? Like, they just steal the shaker. They just steal yeah. the shaker. I think I did. I think they let me take it because it was my birthday, right? So oh, yeah, they did. We, we did that. And then after that, I remember that my cousin, she was like, I want to take you um, to a few places that I love to go to. And so we went to the mariachi bar um, in Mi Tierra. And just so happened that one of my really, really good friends from high school that I hadn't seen in a long time was a bartender there. So, oh, my gosh. So that already got it started. He was like, you're 21st, right? Shots. There's obviously at the Mitiera, there's a lot of tourists. So they're like, it's your birthday. Let us buy you a drink, right? So it was oh, like nice. chaos, right? And then after that, we went to uh, Asuka, right? Just there in Southtown. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I know it's like a Latin bar and they, they have the sheep. My cousin, like, they have the best I don't do Latin things. Okay. Uh, she was like, they have the best mojitos. Like, we got to go. Obviously, I never had a mojito. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, so we go, we have, we go there, we have mojitos. And then I think by that time, it's like, we're going, I think we get back to Olu and then my friend, other friend picks us up. And we're now we're going to Anthro, right. To meet uh, the rest of my friends and the group. And I mean, honestly, I uh, like, all I remember is that one of my friend's boyfriends gave me like an alligator bite shot or something like that, or a four horse or one of those crazy ones. <laughs> I just remember, all I remember was like a light in my face and they're like, you got to go, you got to go. And I'm like, but it's my 21st birthday. It's my 21st birthday. And they're like, no, you got to go, you got to go. And, um, my friends, I mean, they probably should have taken me home, but they took me to Mama Margie's. And, oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, that's the yeah. best place to end up at. Um, and supposedly I was like too zonked out that the police were like, dude, take her home already. Like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like y'all came to eat, take her home. Um, but I was lucky enough that they weren't like, Hey, like, you know, mean about it or kind of like, Hey, she's too drunk. We're going to take her. And, you know, they were just, they were kind of like nice about it and yeah, yeah. maybe pretty much intoxicated in public. <laughs> but, uh, I would say that's probably like one of the hardest. Yeah. Like too hard, too fast. Like. But it was so sweet. My my boyfriend at the time, like, I don't know how he did it, but he took the contacts out of my eyes. Like, I woke up wow. and I was like, wow, you took out my contacts. He was like, yeah, I don't know how I did it, but I did. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> it was so nice of you. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like too hard, too fast. Like, But one sh- uh, one thing I wanted to share that happened to an Olu, nothing to do with drinking, right? But I feel like it's like, it was my a really too hard, too fast. It was like my, well, you guys know at Olu how like, especially with speech path, I don't know if it's the same, but you only had we only had like one class like literally the same like I had the same classes with thir- the same 30 people like we would take all the same classes together right cohort, yeah yeah and so if there was a class that was given like our senior year um in the fall and if you did not pass it you had to wait a whole another year because they don't offer the course again till the next fall so there's like so much pressure to pass this course to get to the spring semester to graduate right so, so much pressure. And then, like, I remember the, the professor was like, she was like, oh, we can, um, we're going to go over these flat, like, the PowerPoints, and I'm going to tell you everything that's going to be on the test. This B, she literally, every slide on the test, on the test, I had, like, 100 flashcards. I was like, what the hell, right? So, 
finals. Like I'm like, I cannot afford to not graduate like four years. Like this is it. Like I'm ready to get out of this. I'm tired of being a poor college student. Like I need to graduate. I think I stayed up for like, I don't know how many days, maybe three or four days. I literally was just drinking the monster energies, like energy drinks. <laughs> and I remember I was in my dorm and I was like, so t- like I was drinking them. Right. But I was, I was so tired. And I was like, man, I'm really tired. Like I feel tired. And I went to sleep to lay down and I just could not go to sleep. My heart literally like felt like it was like pounding out of my chest. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was like, I told my roommate, I think I got to go to the nurse practitioner. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So I get there. And then she's like, how many of these things have you drank? How many days have you been up? And I'm like, three or four days. I don't know. I've had like 12. I don't know. Oh my God. And then she was like, too hard too fast. She was like, just go to your room and try to relax. She's like, I don't know what else to tell you, but just don't drink those anymore. And to be honest, since then, I really don't drink energy drinks because it was the worst feeling. I mean, I don't even know how people do like drugs that make their heart go like really fast it's just so the worst feeling ever did you crash i did i think i slept for like a whole day or two once Dang. all that got out of my system but yeah it was it was a crazy experience as i tell people if they drink energy drinks like be careful like that stuff can kill you hey but you passed your you passed your exam though right by the grace of god i did i all passed right. uh yeah because with speech tattoo they make you sign a contract that you have to keep a 3.0 uh grade point average so every so like if you get a c in a class the next other class you got to have an a so it's like a oh. lot of pressure yeah yeah but I hey remember. i have i i was like bees 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 let's just focus on getting bees <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's, that's another too hard to story yeah, right? that's, that's, that's awesome stories and a, little I like olu, a little olu moment right to kind of bring it back to how we all know each other yeah yeah <laughs> i agree awesome. and also i have no like i was surprised how much you were able to fit in for a one night as a twenty for a twenty one year old. You know that's, right? a, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, like I but, think about it, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, how did I even think I would even survive? Because I really didn't like drink a lot. Like, I wasn't like you, George. Like, do you ever know me to be that person that's like being all blitz? All that? No, that wasn't. No, that I would have been done at, at mi tierra. <laughs> I don't even. Know. I don't even know. And obviously the car ride home wasn't the best, if you know what I mean. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we pit stops. <laughs> I felt bad for my friend. I was like, I can help you detail your car. I'll pay for it. <laughs> no, I, I've had a couple of those moments. But he was like, don't worry. It was your birthday. He's like, you look so cute, like a little baby. <laughs> it makes you feel right. better. I think a long I, time I think... ago, not the same person. <laughs> Now she's a financial professional, and, now you're professional. and she knows what she's doing. She's like a rhino, just always moving forward. So I'm a, I'm a drinking professional. So, Damn it. <laughs> uh, with that said, we're closing out the podcast. Now the podcast down the drain. Clarissa, thank right. you for your time. Thank you. Um, thank you for being. Thank a you friend. for not yelling at me, getting mad. But no, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just your coach. I'm just your coach. I'm your trainer. All right, all right, I'm like, you. All right. thank you. I appreciate. But it. no, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Um, I thought it was pretty awesome that we could talk about all this stuff during Financial Literacy Month, right? And um, anyone want to reach out, need my help, feel free. Um, I'm gonna do my best to you know help you guys and help your audience. And I'm excited. I already seen like two or three of the podcasts, so I'm excited to see the next one that you guys do. And hopefully, in the future, I could be a co-host because it sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, they, for sure. Thank you. Hey, and uh, that would save me. That would save me some time. So I yeah, could you study. study for your test. Exactly. See, George, you're taking away my time, bro. Shoot. <laughs> okay. 
All her information is going to be in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. If you're on any audio podcast, it's also in the description. Um, reach out. But with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? Oh, shoot. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Go talk to Clarissa. <laughs> we help you be My a millionaire. Tax-free. Millionaire tax-free. Tax Let's do it. Dollar dollar bills. Quoting a for a former guest, a pay me my money. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, Clarissa, thank you one more time. Remember, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Bye.